Hello and welcome to the How Good Sport podcast. You're here with Tom. Today we're going to keep running with our 2024 season previews and today we are looking at the Parramatta Eels. So Eels are coming off a disappointing season last year, obviously 2022. We saw them in the grand final. And then last year, you know, they had some poor, pretty bad luck with injuries. Obviously, the plans to have Josh Hodgson playing at hooker. Moses spent a little bit of time out. And then we saw the off-field dramas with Dylan Brown. So it was hardly an ideal season. There were some excuses there, but we also, also saw some pretty poor football as well at times of the year. And uh, someone I missed as well was Sean Lane, who was a really important part of their forward pack. So obviously not the ideal year for Parramatta. They have loftier ambitions than, than what we saw last year. So this year's a really crucial year for not only Parramatta, but Brad Arthur. I know, I think he's locked in for another couple of years at least with his contract. Um, but, you know, the with the squad they have and based on the fact that they made the grand final in 2022 and their junior base, you, you really need to be seeing more from the Parramatta Eels. And, you know, the rugby league's in a better place when the Parramatta Eels are doing well. Like, you only have to look at that 2022 grand final and the crazy atmosphere when Parramatta were running out against the Panthers. It was just electric. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what the season brings for the Parramatta Eels. Um, on a little side note, I, I have a lot of respect for Parramatta Eels fans. I went out and watched my first game at Combank Stadium last year, Parra versus the Roosters. Uh, I thought the fans were super respectful. I love what Parra does as a club. Their halftime and pregame entertainment was fantastic. Absolutely shits on what the Roosters do. The Roosters love to wheel out Scots boys playing drums and perpetuate that eastern suburbs silver spoon reputation even further but don't get me started on that that's a conversation for another day but just uh love what Parramatta do I, I love what they've got going on with the field club there the new stadium it, it's just a fantastic base for the Parramatta fans the Parramatta community and I know the Eels really rely on that crowd and, and they're an important part of, of what the the Eels do and building a bit of a fortress there at home so look forward to seeing them continue to build on that this year they do have a bit of a tricky draw, Parramatta. They've got a pretty handy start. So in the first seven rounds, they've got the Tigers, Raiders, Bulldogs, and the Dolphins. And five of those matches are at Combank Stadium. So that's a, a big bonus for them. The buyers are pretty well spread across the season. So I think they've got a buy in round third, uh, sorry, round nine, 13, and 19. So that's it's a pretty good spread. Works out well for them as well around that origin period where um, you know you might have Junior Bolo. Regan Campbell-Gillard and potentially Mitch Moses out too. So um, that will be really helpful for them, just giving their players a little bit of downtime so that they're not too heavily affected by the origin period. Um, they do have to play the Roosters, Broncos, Rabbitohs, Storm and Panthers twice. So obviously those are all sides that are likely to be jostling for the top four and, and pretty well favoured. So, um, you know, some tough opponents there and... You know, we know that Parramatta can have the wood over Penrith. They seem to have the kryptonite for Penrith. So they'll, they'll be confident going to all those games, particularly if they can get off to a good start with that handy draw they have. But, you know, some sides get really good draws. Parramatta have got a, a relatively tricky draw with some of these top sides they have to play twice. And um, the final seven games for them is going to be a massive test. So they play the Roosters, the Panthers, the Storm, the Broncos and the Warriors over a five-week period which includes an away game at Suncorp, Allianz, and over in New Zealand. So that five-week period is going to be fucking huge for Parramatta. So um, they'll want to make sure they're well entrenched in the eight leading into that period. Again, they'll have a lot of confidence uh, in their home games and the game they have against Penrith. 
but you know you cannot afford to be on the periphery of the eight or out of the eight heading into that five-week run. So if they can get through that well and, and they find themselves in the eight, they do finish with the Tigers and the Dragons, which softens the blow a little bit. You know, No offense to those two teams, but I don't exactly see them setting the world on fire. So I think if the Eels are in form, they'll, they'll handle those two teams pretty well. So um, that'll be a good way for them to finish. But in terms of um, the squad and player losses and gains, for the Parramatta Eels. Uh, Kelma Tuolangi comes into the side. I'm a really big fan. I, I like what I've seen from Tuolangi. I don't think he um, has probably reached his potential yet. I really liked what I saw at the Tigers. I loved what I saw from him in the trials last year for the Seagulls, but he just didn't quite come on as I would have hoped. So I think he adds some good depth for them on the edge. Obviously, they've already got Sean Lane, Bryce Cartwright, Ryan Madison, but he adds just a little bit more depth and you know might have that versatility as a big unit to to play some time in the middle, so I like what he adds. Morgan Harper, not a bad player, adds a little bit of depth to that back line. Whether he starts or not uh, remains to be seen. Uh, Jack Murchie has left the club. Josh Hodgson's obviously retired, and Andrew Davies retired too. So um, obviously Josh Hodgson had a stellar career, didn't quite achieve what we would have hoped for the Eels last year. Andrew Davies was uh, one of those kind of battler players that just turned up and did the same thing every week, kind of like a Brad Parker type guy at uh, Manly Seagulls, so I um, wish him all the best. Um, obviously, there's a, um, a few players to watch out for injury-wise. Would have moved Greg, uh, Gutho, Dejan Arce, and uh, Makahisi Makatara are all um, just battling niggling injuries, but should all be good for round one. In terms of the predicted round one team, this is the side that I will be running with for the Parramatta Eels. So obviously, Gutho at fullback. Um, how can you not love Gutho? Just represents what the Parramatta Eels are. Leads the club really well as captain. Leads by example. Does the same thing week in, week out. Um, Gutho had a fantastic season in 2022, the year they made the finals. I loved what he was doing, some of his ball playing. Um, I'd love to see that come into his game a little bit more. I felt like that dropped off a little bit. Um, the way he chimes into the back line and, and can throw fantastic cutout balls or, or even short balls to his centre. So... I'm looking forward to seeing if he can continue to build on a combination with Penasini on the right and maybe Bailey Simonson on the left or whoever does end up playing in that left centre position throughout the year. So, um, you know, you know what you're going to get with Guffo and uh, another year under the belt, another preseason with his mate Mitch Moses, uh, preseason with uh, Hands and Dylan Brown. So, uh, once Hands starts to settle in, you know, you've got three main players that have been in the spine for a few years. So that's it's a pretty settled spine. So uh, Mike Acevo, I think we'll see. Well, I don't think we will see him lining up on the left wing. Probably had a bit of a lower year last year than we probably hoped for Mike Acevo. So obviously Parramatta in general didn't have a great year, but we do expect more from Mike Acevo. So I'd love to see him get in there, get his hands a little bit more dirty and continue to have impact on that left side. So he's probably going to have Bailey Simonson as his uh, centre on the inside starting throughout the year. Um, I do want to see Blaze Talangi, Talangi, hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly, apologies if I'm not, uh, get a go at some stage throughout the year. Obviously, Penasini owns that right side, but I think they need to give Blaze a crack at some stage throughout the year. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes lining up inside Siva, what his ball plane looks like. So... Um, but uh, in terms of uh, Bailey Simonson, it'll be interesting to see how him and Sebo build on that connection. So I do think that we'll see Bailey Simonson in that left centre position, starting with Marcus Sebo on the left. On the right, Will Penasini. Uh, he really developed. He continues to develop with each year 
very exciting, really strong, very similar to Michael Jennings with that pace and that strength and his ability to shrug off defenders. So another season under the belt for him. I look forward to seeing what he can do this year. Obviously came through in that sort of alumni with uh, Joseph Suwali'i from King's College, pretty handy young player. So another season under the belt. He'll be ready to rock and roll this year. I think we'll see Sean Russell outside him on the right wing. So, again, another player who got a handful of games last year, will continue to develop, and um, an interesting combination that they'll have down that right. Obviously, Moses loves going down that right. Uh, Penasini and Gutho looping around the right as well. So, Sean Russell might find himself on the end of quite a few meat pies if they can sort that out. Um, you also got Bryce Cart- Cartwright roaming down that right side. You might have Maddo coming on a little bit on that side. So, um, there's plenty of attacking ability on that side and a lot of opportunity. So, Sean Russell could really cash in from those opportunities this year. Dylan Brown comes back into the side at 5'8 after a really disappointing year last year with all that off-field bullshit. Um, the Parramatta Eels really missed Dylan Brown. I think he set up 16 tries assists in the uh, 17 games that he played. So that was only one less than the year before where he played 28 games. So um, you know he was having a pretty handy year last year until that stuff happened. Obviously, he's one of the better defending 5'8s uh, getting around in the the NRL, so you can't understate the importance of Dylan Brown to this side. So he needs to stay on the field this year, and, and I'm sure he'll repay the faith for the Parramatta faithful this year and continue to build on that combination with Mitch Moses. But these guys have had enough time together now for uh, three, four years. I know Dylan Brown came into the NRL at a relatively young age, but you know they've had enough time. They made a grand final in 2022. We really needed to see consistency from these guys week in, week out. I do like Mitch Moses a lot. I love what he does, but he still can be a bit of a victim of inconsistency. So him and Brown need to be playing the same quality, consistent football week in, week out for the Parramatta Eels to make the eight and to have any success and any chance of battling for a premiership this year. So I look forward to seeing what they can do. Obviously, there's talk about Mitch Moses potentially pairing Nathan Cleary at 5'8 in the Origin Arena. So um, personally, I'm all for it. I think it could work really well. But again, I just want to see Mitch Moses have another good year. Obviously, he's got a great kicking game. He's a solid defender. Um, He's got a fantastic running game. Sometimes his ball playing um, can leave a little to be desired. He might overplay his hand throwing big, cut out balls or um, just, you know, not reading the play. So he's continued to develop and mature each year. But um, I think this year, another year under his belt, I just want to see him simplify his game a bit and just lean to his his best suited qualities. Um, you know, keep leading Parramatta around the park and help them get the best out of the team. So uh, Mitch Moses at seven. Regan Campbell-Gillard at number eight. Uh, he had a fantastic year last year. Um, the whole forward pack in general are very consistent for Parramatta Eels and obviously it goes without saying it's going to be super important for them to uh, stay fit so that Parramatta Eels are any chance of doing anything this year. I think if that forward pack can stay fit with that pretty well-rounded uh, spine that's been together for a few years barring bread and hands, then I think uh, they're definitely a chance at, at playing finals footy um, with that really solid forward pack that, again, a lot of players that have been around um, year in, year out for the Parramatta Eels. So Regan Campbell-Gillard, he'll keep doing his thing. Um, Brendan Hands, uh, it's been said by Brad Arthur that he's going to play 80 minutes this year, and that's their plan. So 
Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. I thought Brendan Hands was very handy last year. Uh, excuse the pun, but um, he has good good service. Very solid defender. He only laid on one try assist in his 19 games last year, so they want to see a little bit more from him in the attacking department this year, particularly if he's going to play 80 minutes, and, and that's one of those question marks. If you've got your hooker playing 80 minutes, he's going to get more tired defending in the middle, so you're going to see a little bit that attack get blunted in the, probably in the last 20 to 30 minutes of the game. So obviously your hooker doesn't have to be setting up tries. You know That's where Moses, Brown, Gutho becomes super important for the side, and you've got edge back rowers who are pretty handy with offload and, and ball playing. Um, all you have to do is just look at the Penrith Panthers. Mitch Kenny only had three tries this last year, so it's not crucial, but I think it is important to have a hooker that can read the game, have some awareness, have the ability to um, you know throw those cutout balls where you're isolating a defender on the line in your other in your team's red zone um you know you see you guys like your harry grants these kind of guys that can throw and you know not not everyone's a harry grant it's not fair to compare brendan hands in his second season to harry grant but um you know throwing those long balls where you cut out a defender in the opposition's 10 um can be a huge way of helping your halves create space and overlaps and damien cook's another one that really developed that in the last couple of years so i'm sure brendan hands has worked on that a lot in the off season so it'll be interesting to see how he develops coming into this year. Junior Bolo will lock down the other proposition. We know what he provides. He's a beast. Um, I'd love to see Brad Arthur just give his forwards a little bit more rotation this year. Like, interestingly, last year he was playing uh, Campbell Gillard and Junior Bolo for huge minutes and not a lot of rotations going on. So uh, I want to see him rotate his forwards a bit more, especially as these guys are getting a little bit older give them a bit more time on the bench so they can come on and have more impact because Junior Bolo in particular, like, he should be an impact player. I know he's got a motor, but don't just wear this guy down to the point where he's potentially blunted and not having any impact in that last 20 to 30 minutes. I know he's a super solid defender. He gets lots of meters, tackle breaks, post-contact meters, but um, for the Parramatta Eels to be super successful, you still want Bolo to be having an impact in that last 20 to 30 meters where He's bowling blokes over, landing on his front, getting quick play of the balls. That's really important for the Parramatta Eels to be able to capitalise with you know Mitch Moses and Dylan Brown, who have got a great running game. So that's super important and something Brad Arthur hopefully will be looking at this year. I think we'll see Bryce Cartwright starting on the right edge. Obviously, they've got Ryan Madison, but I think Madison provides a bit more versatility coming off the bench. He can play through the middle, can play on the edge. So I think Brad Arthur will lean towards Bryce Cartwright. We saw Bryce Cartwright really um, come to come to the fore and come to his own last year after a few disappointing seasons. When we saw Bryce Cartwright at his best for Parramatta, he had the ability to run the ball hard, gain consistent metres. He can ball play, he can kick, he's got a great offload, and we started to see some of those attributes last year. So like I said, it uh, it creates a really handy edge when you've got Bryce Cartwright, Mitch Moses, and Will Penasini all on the right with Gutho looping around with his ball-playing ability. So um, that's definitely one exciting thing for the Parramatta Eels, and I'm sure um, quite a few of their plays down that right edge are going to be key for them this year. On the left, we'll see Sean Lane. So he only played 10 games last year. Um, you know, he's, he's had a lot of trouble with injury, but – um, there was an amazing stat with Sean Lane last year. He only missed seven tackles in the 10 games he played. He's such a solid defender. He's a very reliable ball runner, has a great offload. So, again, he can uh, 
excuse me, fucking hell, he can help create a lot of opportunities for that left edge for Parramatta. Um, that's where I'd love to see, you know, like Bailey Simonson's a handy player. Um, you know, his defense isn't great and needs a lot of work. Um, so obviously it's very handy to have someone like a Sean Lane who's a fucking good defender on the left. But uh, maybe that also provides an opportunity to blood someone like a Blaze Tullingy with some speed, with a bit of X factor, knowing you've got a really reliable defender on the inside. Also someone who can create a lot of opportunities with his ball playing and offload. So I can only imagine how handy it would be to have Sean Lane uh, line breaks, offloads, creating opportunities for a young player. Uh, I think that's something that Brad Arthur really needs to consider and look at, uh, whether it's the start of the season or as the season goes on. Um, Bailey Simonson or, or Sean Russell might, unfortunately, um, end up in reserve grade if he takes that risk and, and blood's a young player, which I think they need to do. I think they need to look at the Penrith Panthers and, and some of these clubs that have been more successful in getting young, speedy players in the side and, and letting them develop because that's going to be key to your future going forward. So I think that's super important for Brad Arthur to consider. Uh, obviously, Jermaine Hopgood will be the lock. Um, had a huge season last year. Really just came into the side and hit the ground running. Uh, I think he played like 83 minutes in his first game for the Eels last year. He had seven or 10 games under his belt with the Panthers in first grade, but to come in against Melbourne in round one in a golden point game and play 83 minutes is crazy. And that's one of these things with Brad Arthur that I hope he rotates his forwards a lot. Obviously, Hopgood's a fucking good defender. He averages something like 40 tackles a game. Uh, He's getting consistent metres each weight. Lands on his front, quick play the balls. He's one of the best offloading forwards in the game. So, um, But Arthur just needs to be able to give him a little bit of a spell, even if it's just a 10-minute spell after half time, um, That could really just be the one thing that helps provide Hopgood with a little bit more of a second win going into that last part of the half. And, and they're going to have a very forward-dominant bench. So he needs to use that. Like, If you're not going to have a hooker or utility player on the bench, you really need to use that forward pack to your advantage. So hopefully Brad Arthur will um, do that this year because I think it's going to be super important to Parramatta. Uh, going on to the bench, I think we'll see Joe Offengawi as the number 14. Handy, reliable guy, averaging over 100 metres, pretty solid defender. So he'll be on the bench. Uh, Ryan Madison, another one of these players like Sean Lane, he's probably been a little bit unlucky with injury. We just want to see him have a consistent run of form. He's another one of these forwards that can create opportunities. He's got a great running game. Makes line breaks with, a, you know, he hits lines and um, has a, runs great lines. He's got a good offload. Uh, you know, he can kick too. He's a great defender. So I want to see a lot more of Ryan Madison this year, hopefully staying healthy and be interesting to see what does happen because I think he, you know, it's that conundrum of like, Bryce Cartwright's probably a, a proper edge player. He can't, I mean, he can come on and, and play somewhat of a utility role, but I think he's so well suited to the edge. And same thing for Sean Lane. So I think for Ryan Madison, he's a bit of a victim of his versatility in, in other sides. He'd probably be a starting lock, but you can't really displace Jermaine Hopgood. So I think we'll see Maddow come off the bench, you know, with injury and this kind of thing. He'll obviously get starting roles here and there, but um, yeah, very keen to see what Maddow can do this year with a, a full season. So. Pretty excited to see what Maddo can do. Uh, Woodamu Greg will be the one of the other forwards coming off the bench. Obviously provides some relief for the engine room. Um, Junior Bolo and Regan Campbell-Gillard. So he had some fantastic games last year. Absolute um, breakout season for him. So it's going to be an exciting year for Woodamu Greg and looking forward to seeing what he can provide for the Eels. 
And Kelma Tuolangi will round out the bench for me. And like I said, I'm super excited to see what he can do this year. Super excited has become one of my favorite terms. I reckon I've used it a thousand times already in the three podcasts I've done. So uh, watch out if see if I can see if I can come up with another superlative. But um, I am super excited for Kelma Tuolangi. I think he's in for a big season. You know, you've seen how well that Brad Arthur can help develop his forwards. Sean Lane, Ryan Madison, Junior Polo, Jermaine Hopgood, Campbell Gillard, Bryce Cartwright, just to name a few. He's been really successful in helping develop and get his forward packs to reach their, uh, his forward players to reach their potential. So I think uh, Kelma Tuolangi is definitely in for a, a big season. And uh, the, the, the Eels have got such good depth with their forwards. If they stay healthy, these guys can make the top eight for sure. That draw makes things a little bit tricky. Like I said, you know, they've got 10 games against, you know, these potential top four favourable sides and a pretty tricky run home. But they need to make sure they get a really good start play consistent football this year. They can't afford to play catch-up like they did last year. Uh, simply going into that last seven weeks that they have against top sides that are going to be firing, they just can't afford that. So um, a lot of you guys hopefully are tuning into the content I've been putting out about the guy and the watch. So obviously I've identified Mitch Moses as the guy for Parramatta. Like I said, he needs to have a big year, needs to be consistent for this team to do well. And the guy that I've identified to watch is Blaze Tarlungi. Uh, like I said, I think you know he's probably a better 5'8", but he's one of these gun players that's got that X factor and looks like he can kind of slot in anywhere and be good. So I'd love to see him get a crack at left center for the Parramatta Eels. He's got a lot of X factor. Great footwork, strong, great runner, very fast. So he's someone that they need to look look at uh, blooding and getting into this team ASAP. Dejan Ars is another guy that uh, could potentially jump into that left centre position. We spoke about Morgan Harper, but I think, you know, Talangi and Dejan Arce, these guys have got a little bit more upside or well, got a lot more upside and X factor. And Parramatta Eels just need to add a little bit more speed to that back line, I think. So I think at some stage throughout the season, whether you get your Sean Russell or Bailey Simonson starting, I think one of them, unfortunately, will drop out of the side just for a bit more X factor and speed from Blaze Talangi or Dejan Arce. But I think the Parramatta Eels have got an opportunity to have a really good year this year. They've got that home base. They've got a side that's pretty well-rounded, a pretty well-balanced side. If everyone can stay fit, you know, they've got a spine that's been together for three or four years now. So there's really no excuses for these guys not to make the top eight. Um, I do have them finishing just outside the top eight, just based on their draw. I'm a little bit concerned. And going off last year, the inconsistency we saw. So um, they could definitely surprise me. I won't be shocked at all if they do land in the eight. You know, we, I've already spoken about how they've got a pretty handy record against the Panthers. They seem to know how to beat them. And when these guys are rolling, they can beat any side. There's absolutely uh, no doubt about that. So I think they'll finish 9-12 to 12 bracket. Um, again, wouldn't be surprised to see them finish in the top eight. I hope they finish in the top eight because, like I said, uh, I have a lot of respect for their fans. I think the NRL is much better off having... Parramatta Eels doing well and having that Western Sydney community well entrenched in the finals just helps build the great game that we have a rugby league. So uh, very interested to see what the Parramatta Eels will do this year. Really important year for the coach and their halves and the senior players. So uh, keep your eyes peeled for the Parramatta Eels. Um, they need to get off to a good start, but 
Um, if they can get off to a good start and a consistent start, then I think they can definitely have a shot at the top eight. But uh, we will see how we go in round one for Parramatta. But thank you for tuning in. We'll have more season previews to come. Please hit the like, subscribe, and give me any feedback you have. Love any honest feedback. Otherwise, I will see you guys and catch up very soon. Thank you.